I still don't understand the magic that made it happen. Yeah. Like, as far as I'm concerned, you did leave from platform nine and three quarters. Seriously. <laughs> because that's the only way you got there and back. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, we are here at Sun Sounds of Arizona in Flagstaff, Arizona, and welcome to episode 29 of Untamed Shrews Women Talk Theater, presented by the Flagstaff Shakespeare Festival. I'm Hannah. And I'm Dawn. And I'm Becky. Today, we are joined by Flag Shakes acting alum, Eric Christopher Peterson, who is literally on Broadway right now as Scorpius Malfoy in Cursed Child. But before we catch up with Eric Shrews, let's have a check-in. What's going on, everyone? Mm. I cut face. off. I cut off all my hair. Yeah, I cut off all my hair. Yeah. Yes, it looks lovely. Thank you. I'm like truly obsessed with it. Um, oh, good. When I was in Washington doing my show, I remember my parents came to visit me, and we were driving up the island, and we were just in the car, and a voice was like, "Cut it off," and I was like, "What?" <laughs> so I followed that instinct okay. and I cut it all off and I love it so much. Yay. I cut off like two feet. That's not a joke. Um, wow. And uh, <laughs> donated. I mean, it was crazy. Like it sitting on the counter, like in a ponytail. I was like that just in and of itself is a whole wig. Like, yeah. yeah. So, um, That's yeah. That's going to make someone really happy. I, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm thrilled. Um, although, gap in the system, there is nowhere local to um, donate your hair. Oh. And, like, I feel like I need to, like, start this, like, nonprofit. Yeah. There is nowhere local to donate your hair. So Do it had to just get, in like, Flagstaff or yeah. even, like, Arizona? No, Flagstaff. Okay. So it had to be, like, mailed. Yeah. Which I was like... That should be remedied. So anyway, um, yeah, I cut my hair. And guys, I leave tomorrow for North Carolina. I don't think I've actually announced it on the shrews because I hadn't, uh, the ink was not dry yet. But um, I booked a show in North Carolina with Sweet Tea Shakespeare. And I'm doing Shakespeare in Love in Fayetteville, North Carolina. And I'm playing the nurse and Fennyman. So if you've seen the movie, I am uh, Viola's nurse and Fennyman, who's like uh, the guy, the money. Yeah, is the money behind the show. Okay, cool. Um, so Damn, yeah, money bags. he's money bag. <laughs> um, so yeah, I literally leave like mere hours from now, guys. Wow. Like hours from now. Yeah. So that's kind of the big things for me is I cut my hair and I leave tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm gone for like seven or eight weeks. So be gone for a little bit of a chunk of time i'm gonna miss june which is like the best month in flagstaff um but tonight is the uh f-town sound concert which is don's husband's band so it's like our last night in town the shrews are gonna get dinner we're gonna go (laughs) hang out have fun dance hear some music and then i'll leave tomorrow which is sad but yeah Yeah, i'm excited it's gonna be fun so excited to explore the south a little bit see some fireflies (laughs) yeah congrats on booking the show thank you it's gonna be humid as heck i know i really feel like the only thing flagstaff is missing is fireflies fireflies are the most magical i jones for them so hard every summer (laughs) i'm like why aren't there fireflies becky was with me when i saw fireflies for the first time so beautiful we did a contract in upstate new york and i 
cried. I was emotional when Can I saw Firefly. Can we introduce them here as an invasive species? I mean, do they, species? do they like need the humidity uh, or something? Like, I mean, I mean, the fact that they don't we, live here yet means they don't yeah, want to be here. They don't yeah. want to be here. Yeah. It's too dry. I think it's too dry for them. That's so dry. Yeah. yeah. I presume oh, yeah. that they are, they are moist bugs. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Becky hate hated it. Moist bugs. <laughs> Not the moistest of bugs. <laughs> Moist. Uh, I'm obsessed with humidity too. But I you think are? It's, yes. I, I love my You are a desert girl, my, my love. My hair looks oh, better. My yeah. skin looks better. My skin yeah. looks better. My hair does not I've, necessarily look oh, better. Oh, my, my hair looks amazing <laughs> in the humidity. It's just so much volume. Yeah. And, yeah. It's yeah. curlier. I mean, yeah. I, f- I feel like I feel like I'm going to I'm gonna age much faster up here than I <laughs> no, would that's if I lived true. in a good, humid climate. That's very so, true. Oh, yeah. I'm it's, like, yeah, I think yeah. that's scientifically that's probably scientifically, scientifically accurate. Yeah. I'm just dry. I mean, that's why like people move like old people move to Florida, right? Because it's like but good for their Phoenix, bones and stuff. I thought, I thought Phoenix was also a, a big hub. The warmth. For- yeah. yeah, the warmth still, is good for your bones and stuff. Still, that dry heat that I'm yeah. not as interested <laughs> not in. into. Yeah, it's a dry heat. It's a dry heat. It's true though. <laughs> I, we're such stereotypical Arizonans, but it's so true. Yeah. It is different. I so. and I think it's yeah. worse. <laughs> no, it absolutely is not better. Yeah, like some people think. So yeah, if you're yeah. in North Carolina or the surrounding areas, Virginia, South Carolina, etc., please come see the show. It'd be great. It'd be really great to see you and i'm excited i'm working with jim warren he's directing the show who has been on the pod um (laughs) yeah so that's gonna be great and uh the ad of the company is someone i met at star um so they're actually the only two people i know everyone else i don't so but i already know that the girls i'm living with they seem great we follow each other on instagram already so i can tell i'm gonna have some great gals to be with and it's gonna be fun, but I will miss you guys. Yeah, I will miss. I feel you like too. I just yeah. got back, and now I'm leaving again. I know. Yeah. Even though it's been like five months since <laughs> I've gotten back, five. It's May. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't feel like that much time has passed. Yeah, no, I'm like I just really got doesn't. back from New York in my brain, and that's just not true. Wow, it does but, feel like that, but you're yeah, right. That's not true. Just not true. Yeah. Yikes! Wow. How about you, my love? Oh Dawn? boy! I mean, I feel like nothing I have to say is super exciting. We fenced in our front yard. Oh, it looks has great. an adorable little cedar picket mm-hmm. fence. Oh. Very cute. Um, Blake immediately found the two spots where he can it's get out. not fully fenced and he can get out. And uh, so that and has so been Bronte. really exciting. Yeah. Well, Bronte can get out of any fence. Yeah. My dog, I haven't, I don't probably haven't talked a lot about Bronte on this podcast. Wow, she is. My dog is the yeah. doggest of dogs. She's such a dog. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, and she's a she's wanderer. She's an escape artist. Yeah, she's yeah. an escape artist. So we'll come home and she'll just like, be she'll gone. be covered in dirt in the backyard and we'll be like, where? Have you where were you yeah. and why yeah I'm, I'm one time I was walking her and this lady was like oh I recognize your dog and I was like oh like have you seen her out with Sean or she's like no just like from the neighborhood and I was like ah because she just this likes dog. to wander yeah she just gets out and yeah. goes and honestly guys look I know don't come at me we do our best we know it's not safe for her we know it's not safe <laughs> you for try the, to lock her in we try yeah. so hard yeah. to, and she always comes home um so we know she likes to be us. home yeah. and she wants to live with us but she was a rescue off the streets of Yuma and there's just not much you can do with yeah. a, like she w- they found her pregnant on the streets of Yuma and so she's just scrappy you yeah. know she's like I gotta get to yeah. food I gotta get to water She'll I gotta get herself. to yeah 
So, you know, but she, She's you know. not like a, she's not precious. She's no. not like, I need my pillow in no. my house next to the fire. She's, that's what I'm going to drink. Yeah. yeah, she is a roll in elk poop, bury mm-hmm. things in the backyard, <laughs> jump an eight foot fence dog. Yeah. Um, just the most dog dog. So, yeah. So anyway, so Bronte keeps us very occupied, <laughs> <Yeah>. of course. <laughs> um, and then, you know, Blake is just being Blake. He's starting to talk more and more. Oh. He's obsessed with making animal sounds. Oh. Yeah. Um, oh, when you, when you ask him to say a raven sound, it's adorable. Yeah, he, he does the little crows. caw really well. He goes, caw, caw. But he like oh. does the back does of the throat. Back He's like, caw. I can't even do it. I but can't like, even do he it. makes the little like yeah. thing. And so now when he sees them in the wild, he like caws at them. Yes. And his dad could not be more thrilled. But he <laughs> likes to talk to crows. He does love to talk to crows. So yeah. So yeah. he's just keeping me busy. But outside of that, you know, it's just. Uh, Work as usual. I know this is going to sound so silly, but I am celebrating that we have summer so well set up. Yeah. I just want to do a... Not silly at all. (laughs) I I want to have a party. We have all our actor contracts signed. Mm -hmm. We have our director secured. We have... Jim Warren again. We have the world's most amazing stage manager, Kelsey Hans, Mm -hmm. coming back. Mm -hmm. Kelsey Hans. We love us a Kelsey Hans. We love us a Kelsey Hans. Shout out Kelsey Hans. Kelsey Hans fan club over here. Such a fan club. So I know that's kind of like, that's all the, you know, mundane part of theater, Mm -hmm. but I am just like ready to like sing it from the rooftops that we've actually got everything together yeah. and but that's ready the stuff that makes summer. us pull our hair out when we don't have like, i know last year was so hard because some yes. of those you know integral pieces were missing and that's what burnt out the staff yep. you know so it's very important i know it seems silly but yeah that but, simple stuff is huge so i'm really excited and um yeah that's basically that's what i'm doing right now yeah Yay. Woo. yeah Nice. Bix. <laughs> um, well, I've been doing a lot of traveling um, the past, like, month or so. Um, I went to Austin for my sister's bachelorette, Yay. and that was so much fun. Mm. I was so nervous that – so I I think I've mentioned that after treatment, I've been going to the ER with these nosebleeds that will just not end. Mm. And I had a treatment day before flying out, and I was just so nervous that I was going to feel 10 times worse and have 10 times more, like, of a nosebleed, mm. um, like, after flying, being in, a, like, the stress of traveling. Yeah. And I think because I went to a location that was lower in elevation and yes. way more humid, mm-hmm. I was fine. Yeah. yeah. Like, I woke up one day a little tired, but somebody made me breakfast, and then I was good to go. Yeah. So I was like, wow, this is... This is it. All um, right, Flagstaff. <laughs> yeah. Get together, Flagstaff. Your girl needs you to be better. Yeah. Humidity. I need the humidity. Um, yeah. And then like three days after getting back from that, Hannah and I went to Tucson for the night. Um, and then I flew to Wisconsin to see some, some <laughs> college places. Yeah. yeah. So much traveling. I'm like, why did I do all of this? Um, yeah. But I'm so glad I did. Um, and we just had such because Becky and I lived together, and I swear for the last like month and a half we have been ships in the night in our own house. <laughs> like I finally come home, and then she leaves, and then she finally comes home, and then I leave, and it was just yeah. constant. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, and then in April, I don't think I'm. I can't remember when we last recorded, but um, I did. 
Um, I was an actor for the the Phoenix Theater Company's 24-hour theater project. Yeah. Um, so that was fun. That was yeah. my Phoenix debut. Yes. Yeah. Um, that was, yeah, that was a, a lot of fun. I, I've never done a 24-hour theater project yeah. before. Um, They're fun. Yeah. Um, I've also cut my hair. What? Uh, it's yeah. a short little pixie. Um, oh, it's so it's beautiful. So cute. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. I just like... When I look at myself in the mirror, I'm like, okay, this doesn't look much different. But when I look at pictures or video of me, like, from the side or from the back, I'm like, who is that? Like, oh, that's not right. me. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've also – I've told Hannah this. Like, there are moments where I'm like, maybe I will just shave it. Like, yeah. now is the moment. I don't know. <laughs> Catch me midsummer. We'll see what I decide to Catch do. Catch me midsummer with <laughs> a I'm buzz cut. So, I'm so worried that if I yeah. did, there'd be some weird, like, shape yeah. to my yeah. skull that I wasn't aware yeah. of yeah. until I shaved. I don't know. Now I'm feeling my head. Yeah, like, is it all nice and round? <laughs> I just couldn't do that because literally since birth, I have, like, raised birthmarks on my head, which oh. maybe you guys don't knew that. But, I mean, yeah. who would know that? Except yeah. for, like, a boyfriend who's, like, on my head uh, all the time. all up in there. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I have three <sighs> raised birthmarks in, like, a little, like, bloop, 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 all next yeah, to each other. Um, and sometimes you can see them if, like, my hair flips a certain way. But okay. if my hair was too short, you would definitely see them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which, like, isn't a problem, but... I just, yeah. I've never been like, yeah, I definitely want to shave my head. Yeah. Well, I already yeah. told you, but your hair is giving Carrie Russell and yeah. Felicity vibes. And I Thank remember you. when she got that haircut for the show and it just like rocked the yeah. world. Like it was in like every People magazine. Yeah. And like, They're like, oh, she looks yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah. Everyone was like, Carrie Russell, like yeah. what a daring haircut. Yeah. And I knew it would never be the same for me because I have such straight hair. Yeah. yeah. The and curls like, make it yeah, different. Yeah. Yeah. curls make a difference and like my mom is curly haired and so I yeah. always sort of had this like curly hair envy and it was I was like so close to getting it and then didn't yeah because yeah, yeah. my mom's hair is always not Super always but curly. as long as I've known her has been very short yeah, yeah and she keeps curly. it short and it, yeah. so it looks really cute really but yeah. yeah yeah if I go that short yeah. it's mine is mine gets a little Just, wave but yeah it does not look that cute not that corkscrew curl yeah yeah, yeah. so good curly. yeah yeah um yeah so I did get an offer to do a show in Pennsylvania for the summer. It would have been um, a short little, like, three, three-and-a-half-week contract. And I think if I were in any other part of my life, I would have taken it. And, like, because there's – I've got other things going on that would just make it more stressful. And I decided not to take it because I feel like, why should I put myself through more stress at this time? Let yeah, me just yeah. get through get through this. Um, so I'm sad, but I, I don't regret that decision. I feel, I still feel really good about, um, turning it down, even though I really wanted to take it. Yeah. Um, but it's also so nice to know that you're wanted. Yeah. You know, yeah. even though you had yeah. to say no, like yeah. you're not had to say no, but chose to say no. Yeah. You're like, oh good. I'm doing something right. You yeah. know, like that's yeah. always nice. Even if you're not going to take it, it's like, oh, I'm yeah. in demand. It's still nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but you can catch me this summer in the Flag Shake Show. Yeah. In Twelfth Night. Yes. So I will be here for that. Yahoo. I'm so excited. Yay. Yes. You're playing Festy in Twelfth Night, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's such a yeah. fun role, and yeah. you're gonna kill it. it is Thank fun. you, I'm and so I'm so excited. Thanks. Um, what I love about that role is that I'll get to sing, which is not yes. something that I get to do often. Yeah. So I'm really excited to work on that more this summer. Explore. Yeah, yeah. Nice. totally fun. Yeah. Anything else? 
I don't think so. Yeah. I don't know. Anything else? No. <laughs> Ladies? I, that, literally, that was all I had. <laughs> we built a fence. Yeah. We built a fence. I had a dream last night about uh, making barbecue chicken, so I'm going to do that. Ooh. Throwing <laughs> stuff over nice. here, folks. Yeah. Really Thrilling stuff. I really want to start grilling this summer. So I did that. I helped yeah. out my friend very briefly on the Wisconsin trip. He was grilling, and I was like, I want to know how to do that. Yeah. And now I really want to do that this summer. I so. know. Never grill. Yeah. I make all the men in my life grill instead. Yeah. I'm like, I will not touch a grill. Yeah. <laughs> no, not yeah. my job. I'm always like, yeah, that's a fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not into it, but yeah. yeah. Please start grilling so yeah. I can reap these benefits. <laughs> so Sticks so. when you get back. Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> Alrighty, well, um, well, enjoy everybody. We're gonna jump over with Eric uh, to Ooh. chat about literally being on Broadway. <laughs> All right, bye. See guys. you there. Bye. <laughs> Hello, my friend. How are you? Hello, I'm fantastic. It's wonderful <laughs> to be here. Oh, it's so nice to see your face. It's good to see you too. It's been, uh, I guess, uh, well, I saw I saw you in New York. Yeah. I guess a few months ago. <laughs> yeah. But, Becky but briefly, it's, it's been it's been a while, so it's good yeah. to see you. Yeah, nine months or something. Probably. Oh my gosh, yeah. Right? Well, nine or ten months. Yeah, because yeah. it's almost yeah. summer. So it's almost summer. Yeah. <laughs> so Eric, um, we kind of introduced you a little bit earlier, but you were in our shows last summer, Othello and Importance of Being Earnest. Do you want to just tell the Shrew crew a little bit about um, who you played last year and your experience? Yeah, yeah. So I came out to uh, Flag Shakes last summer um, after just kind of a, a happy stumbling mm-hmm. upon Flag Shakes' presence online and, and wanting to audition. Uh, and then I was uh, fortunate to come out and play Rodrigo in Othello, as well as a couple of other parts uh Clown. And then, um, yes, yeah. the, the clown. The infamous Othello clown uh, that no one <laughs> ever keeps in. <laughs> and, uh, and Merriman uh in the importance of being earnest the oh, the can't. butler in you the country house in both of those uh, roles you killed it uh, and, yeah uh, yeah yeah had, a, had an absolute blast you yeah. truly uh, made honestly like three characters i usually don't care about yeah. into my favorite yeah characters yeah oh my gosh like i like i know you're not supposed to like rodrigo but like oh. i totally liked rodrigo <laughs> I can't. He's pretty detestable. He's so detestable. Yeah, he's so humanized. I was like, he's such a bad guy, but also like I care. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you really yeah, you made him easy to empathize with, which is an astounding feat. Yeah. Um, and well, Justice always talks about what an incredible thing it was just to act on stage with you. Yeah. Justice is always like, thank you so much for giving me Eric as Rodrigo. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank oh, you I so, have so much. much fun playing with Justice. Yeah, yeah he, he loved yeah. acting with you. So. Yeah. And then I remember um, maybe it was during rehearsals, um, James Cougar Canfield, director of The Importance of Being Earnest, um, saying to you, Eric, that Merriman could have very, very easily been like a throwaway type character and you did not do that. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. But I, so I know you're on Broadway. I know you're in a Harry <laughs> Potter show. I'm the worst. I have no idea who you're playing. I have no idea what the show is about. So a Harry Potter play. Oh my gosh. Stop. I know it's super important and like you're super famous now, but can you please tell me? <laughs> What, no, what totally. exactly you're doing. <laughs> yes, yeah. So I am uh, currently playing Scorpius Malfoy. 
in Harry Potter and the Cursed Child in the Broadway company, um, which is uh, a dream come true and is so incredibly uh, uh, just fantastic. Um, yeah, so uh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child picks up 19 years after the events of the original seven books, oh. eight films conclude. Okay. Um, and the, the, there's kind of an epilogue at the end of the last book that picks up with Harry and Ron and Hermione and mm-hmm. Ginny uh, as parents, mm-hmm. uh, as well as Draco Malfoy, who is kind of uh, Harry's you know, nemesis. He has I suppose, been redeemed. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, it, it picks up with all of them back on platform nine and three quarters, and they are sending their children off to Hogwarts. And then our play picks up right where uh, that leaves off on platform nine and three quarters, those 19 years later, um, with Albus Severus Potter, who is Harry's um, second son, the the middle child of the Potter family, um, about to go off to his first year at Hogwarts. And he is you know, filled with anticipation and anxiety and wondering what is to come and, and what if you sorted into Slytherin and or <laughs> Gryffindor like his his family or or um you know what what is what is to come. And yeah. uh, and then on the Hogwarts Express to school he meets Scorpius Malfoy, <laughs> who is the son of Draco Malfoy and Astoria Greengrass. And Astoria um, Greengrass. Astoria Greengrass. What a name <laughs> name. Um <laughs> <laughs> and and it, it picks up from there, and and um, and the play kind of um, talks about uh, you know what it means to grow up with uh, parents that have legacies like they have, yeah. and um, yeah. explores friendship and goes on quite the adventure. So that's Yay. that's, that's kind of kind of what I, I get to play with. Okay, it's so man. exciting. What is Scorpius like? Is he like a nice guy? Is he like a bad guy? Is he like yeah. somewhere in between? <laughs> is um, he chaotic well, good, well, chaotic I, neutral? <laughs> Scorpius is um without without trying to give too much away. Um, <laughs> he's he's been raised on some different beliefs than his father was. Okay. And he uh He's just the sweetest being. Oh, um, really? And, oh, and, yeah. His name is Scorpius, <laughs> yes. though. I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need to read uh, the book, to be honest. I need to read the book. Is the Cursed Child is okay. it's a play? It's a published play. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. All right, yeah. Cool, um, great. Well, that's awesome. Thank you for filling me in. <laughs> I literally thought it was a prequel, and I oh. was very wrong. <laughs> well, Quite that would opposite. be exciting, also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that'd be fun. We too. also need one of those, though. Yeah. <laughs> so, Eric, will you tell us how what your your journey to Broadway was like? Yeah. And how that connects um, to Flag Shakes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Flag Shakes plays a Not that we're taking role. any... <laughs> we're not taking, we're taking any credit. We're taking zero credit. For your incredible talent or insanely kind heart or incredible oh, work ethic, you. which is all I'm sure what got you there. But how we happen oh. to connect to this oh, weird, no, flag, weird story. Flag Shakes definitely uh, <laughs> is a major player in this story. Um, but so last May... I guess about a year ago. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, three hundred and sixty-four day. days ago. Yeah. I graduated huh. from Webster Conservatory in St. Louis with my BFA in acting, and you know was getting ready to see what the world had in store, <laughs> uh, and how I could put that that uh, 
BFA in acting to use. Mm. And I are we all thinking of, about uh, that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the question. That's the question. Um, <laughs> and uh, and I knew I was headed to Flagstaff for that summer to to do those summer rep uh, productions, and had also uh, just a little bit before that uh, met my agent, who's now my agent. Uh, from my my senior showcase uh, in New York City, and and so I headed out, headed out to Flagstaff, and I had uh, auditioned for a couple things here and there. I'd actually had already sent in to Curse Child once before, um, the previous February mm. for their open call. I sent in a video for Scorpius, and uh-huh. um, didn't hear anything. <laughs> and radio silence. Um, yeah, yeah, as is as is so so frequently the so case often, with auditions. Yeah. And then uh, a few weeks after I arrived in Flagstaff, they uh, sent out a breakdown that they were looking for a new Albus uh, and a new Rose in the play. And so my my uh, agent, uh, Health Kitchen Agency, sent me in for Albus, uh, mm-hmm. and I, I submitted a video audition for the 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 other half of the dynamic duo and had a blast and i i filmed it in my my actor house like in your cabin <laughs> yeah yeah uh and and they asked me to come out for a callback based on that video a uh, movement callback in new york city and it was the morning that Ernest opened. <laughs> yeah, good, um, good, good, good. And we had our preview for Othello the night before, <laughs> and um, so it was it was kind of like, oh wow, I don't think I can make that audition, but this feels like a really big audition. And yeah. it's a show since the show had been announced uh, that they were doing the West End run, and I knew Scorpius was a character. Um, it was like something I've that I had, this. I I knew in my bones was a role I wanted to play and a production I wanted to be a part of, and. So I was problem solving as much as I could. Could I come out for an audition a different day? Could mm-hmm. I send a video? Um, but no, I needed to be there in person, they said. And so uh, between some some help from my my parents and my mm-hmm. agent and all of you folks at Flag Shakes, I figured out a crazy travel itinerary. Yeah. I remember you calling yeah, the me. Email. Yeah. Well, I remember you calling Just me ridiculous. and I was standing on my porch. I still remember standing on my front porch going, well, that sounds exhausting, but if you insist, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. you like yeah. left halfway At, like, through Othello, like yeah. you as, did as Rodrigo, as, as soon as, as, soon as Rodrigo, Rodrigo died, <laughs> yeah, you just <laughs> left, and then you uh, flew because... back the next day to play Merriman that night, and yeah. I, Damn. I didn't have a concept of what you were auditioning for, I mean, I was just sort of like, you gotta go for it, you gotta go do it. I thought you were auditioning for like you know some kind of like ensemble role in a Broadway thing. Well, at, that I was time, like, at that time, I was I was I was in yeah. the running for Albus or in the running for a, an ensemble position to cover okay. Albus or Scorpius. Mm. Um, okay, and that's um, kind of what I thought. Yeah. And I was like, still like sounds yeah, it's aw- like literally Broadway. I mean, I just yeah. remember thinking like, if you don't take it, you'll always wonder. Yeah, like you would totally. always, but you'd spend the rest of your life wondering, wondering. what if yeah. I had gone yeah. and I had done that audition, and like, thank God you did because <laughs> the what if was the best case scenario. Yeah. It, yeah. it really was uh, even even better than what I thought the best case scenario yeah. Yeah, could have been. Um, you literally got one of the leads. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. It was. It, so I, I remember even that night, you literally even got there with time to spare. We were all like, okay, we had such a plan. Yes. We were like, if Eric is late, we're going to do yeah. this, 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 and this. Yeah. And you were literally there like for call time, like eating a salad. <laughs> like you were on time and we were like... 
how Damn. did you do this? Yeah, <laughs> like, the whole pl- one one traffic jam, and I would have missed. Yeah, I yeah. Because I think what you yeah. know, like worked out. Yeah, most of the Shrew crew is in Flagstaff, so they understand what it means to Ugh. get to and from Flagstaff. So hard, yeah. but it's not like getting to or from. You know, like you have to get a to major Phoenix, metropolitan area, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. then get to New York. So it's yeah. not so simple. Like we are on a mountain. Yeah. Um, the flights in and out of Flagstaff are at very specific weird times of the day. Very often yeah so it's like you have to get to phoenix which is a two and a half hour drive before you jump on a plane so i still don't understand the magic that made it happen yeah. like as far as i'm concerned you did leave from platform nine and three quarters <laughs> because that's the only way you got there and back yeah. Yeah, <laughs> in the time much. that you had <laughs> like yeah. otherwise that doesn't make any sense yeah. yeah so you weren't even in new york for 24 hours right you were there no, for like no 18? i was in new york for about maybe two hours oh Damn. <laughs> like literally yeah. just the callback and then you left. Yeah. Wow. I flew in. I flew in. So I, I took the red eye from Phoenix that left like right after midnight into Newark. And then my aunt picked me up that morning oh, because with cute. the time change, by the time I landed, it was like 8 a.m. Oh, yeah. yeah. <gasps> oh, yeah. And, and, um, and then the audition was at, at 10. So we drove from Newark in New Jersey into Midtown Manhattan, oh, did the audition. And then we drove to JFK <laughs> and I flew out of a different airport to come back. And, and yeah, and drove you, like, back You didn't up even pack a bag. You just wore one outfit. <laughs> I also yes. forgot yeah. about the time change. Yeah, the time that change. Was a, it's a miracle. It's Such absolutely, miracle. yeah. Wait, so what time was yeah. your flight back? <laughs> like, what time was your flight oh, leaving JFK? I don't remember exactly. <laughs> but it, it was it was like uh, had had you know had there been crazy traffic on the drive to JFK I I wouldn't Would've have made the it. flight yeah damn it was it every everything really fell into place it yeah. was one of those like, yeah there's that Harry Potter magic for you. yeah <laughs> sorry I didn't mean to cut you off Eric <laughs> no 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 yeah no. so cool well so cool. of course what I love about this story and want to point out about this story is that. We often lose actors because they're not willing to leave New York. So it's like, nope, I have to be there. My agent won't let me leave. My, you know, I can't come. We, I have so many friends who are trying to make it in LA and I offer them over and over again, amazing roles. And they just say, I can't leave LA. I can't do it. And it's like, I just love that you did it. Like you came and you did a show and you played such amazing roles that no one will ever forget. Yeah. Um, and also you did the callback and you got like the part. Yeah. So I, you know, I wish more actors were doing both because I've, I have two friends in LA I can think of who haven't done anything that I know of in the last 12 years mm-hmm. except workshops and auditions. Mm-hmm. And I've offered them some amazing roles. One of them is actually a director. And so I've offered her a ton of direction stuff. And one of them is an actor. And I've, and it's just like every time they're like, nope, can't leave. Nope, Afraid can't do it. Have unavailable. to be here for audition. Yeah. yeah. I can't be unavailable because if that break comes and yeah. I'm unavailable, I'm not going to get it. So I just love the part of the story where it's like, as an actor, you can ha- you can have it all. Like you can have your cake and eat it too. Like, <laughs> I mean, you do, you do have to be willing to, you know, but Make I, it work. I don't think our company is extraordinary in making it work for you. Like, I feel like 
a lot of companies would do that. A lot of people in theater have the understanding of like what a huge moment that is and that you've got to make it work. So I feel like actors, you know, like go out on a limb, like take the job, like do the thing and know that if you need to make, <laughs> you need to make a red eye to New York <laughs> and turn around and we might have to have someone step in as merry merriment for you if you yeah. don't make it back in time, like we'll work with you. But how much cooler to be able to, you know, do it all than to keep keep like turning down roles because yeah. you're afraid to not yeah. be there yeah um well yeah and yeah that really is a, a credit to to the whole team at flag shakes who just immediately jumped on board with support and it would have been i, I would have been completely understanding had you said like no we have a preview and we have an opening <laughs> night and that's 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 what we've agreed upon and that's what we have to do and and that would have been that would have been you know a perfectly acceptable thing to say but everybody just immediately was like no you got to go for it and um hmm. and that was a huge relief to me uh and yeah and I remember the whole every step of the way texting Hannah like <laughs> okay I somehow I made it I made it to the audition <laughs> I was the first person at the audition Nicole <gasps> and I was the first person there um, also Eric everyone was so invested yeah my yeah. mother was invested <laughs> oh. Eric literally weeks later weeks later my mom texted me and was like did Eric book the show and I was like she, the fact that my mom even remembered who you were like, oh, wow. she was like did Eric book it and I was like well he hasn't texted the group and it was just like we were so involved like the cast group chat yeah. you know like I was Certainly, like well yeah. I feel like since he hasn't told us he either doesn't know or he didn't get it and then you know we found out you got it and it was just like I don't know it just felt like it was a part of us too like the whole cast of Othello and Ernest like we were just kind of there with you like you were literally backstage like learning lines for your callback like <laughs> backstage of our shows and it was just like my friend is literally going to Broadway like it's also such a testament that like well, it's a couple thoughts. I have I have lots of thoughts, but it's it's the idea that like we are good enough. You know, like so often as a regional theater actor, I get bogged down with I'm not good enough or it could never happen to me or why would I make it? You know, like so many people want this. But literally a friend of mine in a show with me who I love and respect made it like did the thing that we're all looking to do and it truly does mean that like you can do it too like it's really 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 hard work and you had to jump on a plane and risk everything and you know have sleepless nights and you know submit for things that maybe you felt were out of reach but you just got to keep doing it. Like, I feel yeah. like so many people, whether it's theater or otherwise, people get bogged down with, well, I don't have the credentials for that job. Okay. Uh, like, audition, apply. It Like, you literally 100%. never know. Like, you had it. You had, you had, you had that sparkle that they needed, that they saw. And yeah, you were fresh out of college, but like, you were what they wanted and you could have that thing that someone really, really, really wants and no one else has that thing because literally no one else is you. So like, I just feel like if any of the Shrew crew, like what they take from this is like, you got to just keep submitting. Like yeah. if this is what mm -hmm. you want, if this is what you want to do, 
Like you've just got to keep going for it. And yeah, maybe sometimes you need to pivot. You need to take breaks. You take the smaller companies. You take the less money. That's okay. Those are steps on your journey. And it could literally lead to Broadway. Like it's (laughs) insane. Like, uh, I mean, again, like being silly, but like flag shakes could be a step to Broadway. Like that little company in LA or that little company in Ohio, that could be a step to Broadway. Like you just never know where your life is leading you. And it's absolutely insane. And I know for a fact, especially since you've gotten started up in Broadway in your 20s, clearly you're going places. But sometimes I think people get bogged down with like, well, you know, I haven't made it yet. But you could make it when you're 50. You could make it when you're 30. You could make it when you're 60. You just never know. And also make it is such an arbitrary term because, you know, success looks so different for everybody. But if you just keep, keep working on it and keep pushing, you just never know what might happen. And I just think that that's what's so exciting about this story. It makes me like all giggly because I'm like, it's possible. Yeah, it's totally possible. <laughs> totally. You know? I'm, I'm vigorously nodding my head through everything you said. I just realized that that's not coming through on the Vigorously audience. nodding. <laughs> vigorously nodding. Yes. So, Eric, when was your opening night? And do you know how many shows you've done so far? I do. I do know how many shows I've done. Um, I entered the show on November 15th was when we changed over from the year three to the year four cast. So we, the way they kind of run things is with a, a, a whole team. That's the, we're the year four team, mm-hmm. um, which is, is really special because the, the sense of ensemble that we have at Harry Potter is incredible. Yeah. And um, Joel Myers, who is the Albus to my Scorpius, um, we, we share a dressing room and we, I mean, he literally is the Albus to my yeah. Scorpius, yeah. but also in like our, in life as well. In life as well. And, and so we, we just have such a, a sense of, of um, trust and a, a shared wavelength because of that, that ensemble that they, they really care about building. But yeah, so I, I went into the show. We all went into the show on November fifteenth, and last night was my one hundred and ninety fifth performance. Whoa! Congrats. Um, That's insane, wow. Eric. Wow. Which insane. which feels like so much, uh, but then also there's the perspective that the company, the New York company, hits one thousand on Saturday. Whoa! Wow. Um, we just celebrated our five year anniversary on wow. Broadway. Um, which is like, which is incredible. Um, the yeah, the thing running. that 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 the company built is really it's really special. Yeah. Wow. What was the yeah. rehearsal process like? Because it wasn't like just one person that was being replaced, but it was an entire acting company. It sounds like, or yeah, like key player or yeah. lead roles, or yeah, the terminology for that. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. We, we had, we had kind of a unique rehearsal process even for the Harry Potter company in that it was, um, uh, there, there were a a group staying over from the year three New York cast. So like our Harry, our Draco, um, uh, and and a lot of, uh, actually a lot of the adult characters stayed over. And then there were also a bunch of uh, company members coming over from the San Francisco production that had just mm. closed. Oh, cool. wow. And so it was kind of like a blending of the New York company that already was doing their thing on Broadway with the San Francisco company mm-hmm. um, who had been doing the same show, but, you know, with a, a different ensemble and in a different theater right. with slightly different spacing. Yeah. Um, and then 
Joel and myself, as well as Imani Jade Powers, is uh, our our year four Delphi, uh, Delphi Diggory. Mm -hmm. um, the, the three of us came in new, as well as a couple of other new company members, and um, and we just shot out of a cannon because ninety percent of the people in the room, ninety five percent of the people in the room, already knew the show inside and out, yeah. um, which was like such a wonderful support system for Joel and Imani and myself who are learning the show from the ground up. Um, and Connor Wilson, our associate director for year four, uh, staged the production in San Francisco, staged the production in Tokyo, uh, and now is with the New York company. And he, so he just, he knows the show inside and out and, um, was, was absolutely incredible in, um, you know, plunging us into the deep end of it, into this machine that's already moving, um, but also helping us to build our unique versions of these characters and um, our unique relationships. Mm. So uh, they're, they're, they're really wonderful in, in allowing us to have some personal touches to, to our characters. You know, my Scorpius is, is unique to me, right. uh, just as Joel's Albus is unique to him. Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering, because I know sometimes with, and I know you're not an understudy, but just using this as, I guess, um, a comparison with understudies, sometimes the idea is like, do it the way that the principal actor plays it, because mm. you're kind of being put into this puzzle. And it's nice that this sounds different, because yes, you are like an entirely new company, so to speak, yeah. coming into these roles. Um, so that's nice to hear that you you were able to um, make it your own and not just I'm a puzzle piece in, in this yeah. situation type thing. Totally. That's yeah. so true. Um, I just feel like one of the biggest things about this experience must have just been like walking into a literal Broadway <laughs> rehearsal room. Did you just like absolutely <laughs> pee your pants? Like <laughs> what? Like, oh yeah. my gosh. Like I just can't even imagine like – Literally going from I've never been on Broadway to literally playing the lead, Eric. I'm just so insane for you. Like, I just, the feelings of giddiness are crazy. Like, did you just like, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I would have lost my entire mind. Yeah. Did no, I was, I was very much secretly peeing my pants yeah. uh, every chance I got. It, it, it was, it was like, uh, it was definitely a unique experience and that walking into the theater for the first time, I had all these things going on in my head of like, yeah. oh, I am, I'm walking in to the Lyric Theater, yeah. which is where like Ragtime was yeah. and all these, you know, shows um, and Harry Potter is, you know, yeah. and um, I was surrounded by people that were at work. They were yeah. going about their daily yep. jobs, yeah. and it was just normal to them. And yeah. I was freaking out inside, like, this like, is but, not normal. But um, this is not normal, though. <laughs> yeah. And, and getting to go through that with Joel uh, and Imani yeah. was special because, you know, every time we'd take a 5 or a 10 or whatever, as we're rehearsing at New 42 Studios or on stage at the Lyric Theater, we could kind of turn to each other and have a, like, this is wild moment. <laughs> yeah, um, we are on Broadway. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I have and I still, I still get them. Um, yeah, yeah. I was like stretching on the floor of my dressing room and under the sink, 
there's all mm. the uh, signatures <gasps> oh, of people stop. who have had the dressing room before me. Eric, oh, I'm emotional. <laughs> I know, right? And and Brian Stokes Mitchell had mm. been oh. in the dressing room for for ragtime which was like whoa and uh, tony yazbeck was in there for a show and i saw him in he played the lead in the first broadway musical i ever saw uh live which was which was wild and um patrick page did you sign it did you sign it no we'll joel and i joel and i will sign it when we when you okay because then in like 20 years some young kids (gasps) come Eric Christopher Peterson was in this dressing room. Eric, I can't wait. They're going to lose their minds. I can't wait till I get to be like, oh, I knew him when. Yeah. (laughs) I already feel like that. Yeah. No, seriously. No, when you got booked, I shared it all over the Flagshakes social media. I was like, Flagshakes alum, Flagshakes alum, Flagshakes alum. Everyone was like losing their mind. And like literally even in the chat, um... Gina dropped that someone in flag saw you in Curse Child and knew who you were. So oh, like really? literally oh, wow. like it has followed you from Flagstaff, <laughs> which is just so thrilling. Yeah. Um, so exciting. I know. I'm like, how do I get out there and see it? Yeah. I oh my gosh, Eric, I think my biggest regret in life is not seeing your opening night. Eric sent me like a discount code for opening night because I was oh. there. And I was like, ah, it's still so expensive. I'm not going to go. And I literally tried to go. I I didn't go on opening night. So then I tried to go all through December and it just didn't happen. I input for the lottery like 70 times. And then I was like, okay, it doesn't matter. I'm going to spend the money. And I kept trying to buy it and it kept being sold out. So I'm going to be there in July. And... I will. I just need to buy a ticket because oh, yeah. I have been. Hannah, I will Venmo you. Yeah. <laughs> I have been. Money. I have been kicking myself since yeah. I missed it, and I feel so bad, Eric. Like I was texting with Eric. I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna try to come this day," and he was like, "It's okay, it's okay." And I was like, "No, I'm gonna come," and it just never happened. And truly, one of my largest regrets. Yeah. Well, I will certainly. I will certainly still be there in July. Yeah. So I yes. will be excited to see you when you're back. Yeah. yeah. That's so that's another question. So I just had this come up. I teach a like an intro to theater class at CCC. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about like long runs and what it feels like to be in something for a yeah. long time. And one of my students looked it up and uh, like the longest anyone played a single role yeah. in, in a Broadway play was um, a woman. Her name was um Donna Ashbury, I think. Donna, okay. some yeah. She was in Chicago for mm. 20 years. Whoa. And she played the same wow. role in Chicago for 20 years. The same role? Who, yes, she, she played play? the same role. It, it was kind of an ensemble role, but she mm. also understudied um, Roxy gotcha. and Velma. Okay. But she wow. played the same role in Chicago for like... The same I actually track. I actually pulled it up because I was like, okay, it is Donna Ashbury. And she played the same role for 20 years and 71 days. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. I'm it's, obsessed with her. Right? <laughs> I am so impressed. <laughs> it's a crazy thing to do. But, like, even at, like, 100 and – like, the longest I've ever done a run, to be c- completely transparent, was something like four months. And wow. I can remember at the end of that run just thinking, like, okay, like, you know, when we got to the last couple of shows, getting a little bit reinvigorated and thinking, all right, we're about to be done, and that's actually good because um, I'm ready to, like – say goodbye to this role but how does it feel to go every like do you find ways to keep it fresh or do you just you know like how do you approach it every night totally yeah I mean I think that the the huge gift of live theater is that it's a different audience yeah. every night mm-hmm. which makes it a different play every night yeah. mm-hmm. um, 
yeah, even like the last last night's audience was totally different than our audience the night before. And, um, and so that, that's the, like, I think the immediate gift of it, but, but yeah, the longest run I had done before joining, uh, Cursed Child was like 25 shows. Yeah, like I a think. summer stock I'd done, sort of thing. I'd done, yeah, yeah I'd done spam a lot for like, like <laughs> a month and a half or something like that. Um, yeah. and, and so, yeah, I, I thought it was going to present some challenges and it, and it does, you know, eight shows a week is a oh, lot. Yeah. yeah especially when it's a three and a half, nearly three and a half yeah, hour long, a long show, show that is yeah. highly athletic. Yeah. Um, and it's two parts. So it's technically like two shows, right? We're running in, in one part now. Oh, um, okay. They still run in okay. two parts in London. Um, gotcha. But, okay. but yeah. And um, yeah, the, the show presents, the long run presents some challenges, but it, it's impossible to be bored if you are like just locked into your scene partner and so that's 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 the core of it and and joel and i keep it fresh um with each other we we're constantly trying out new moments like he he gave me a different uh look uh, a couple of shows ago and after the show i was like that was different he was like yeah i've been thinking about that for a while and i wanted to play with it and and we've it's been it's been in the show now for for the last week or so it's something that we're still playing with and and it it grows and changes and our uh, associate director and our illusions associate and our voice and speech um coach are 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 constantly you know coming to the show and and it's growing and changing and um and so it's, I definitely, as I was like training and looking at a future of, you know, potentially doing something for a long run, it always really intimidated me. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. it, it's, uh, it's, a, it's, it's also just such a gift to get like, you know, Scorpius has this beautiful speech uh, that Jack Thorne has written towards the end of act one. It is one of the biggest like challenges I've been given as an actor, I think, and to get uh, now 195 <laughs> opportunities to yeah, like approach yeah. that speech, um, like I've I've grown so much from from that, wow. and I look forward to continuing to do so. Well, how do you actually stay healthy enough to do? That? I mean, of course, finding you know not being bored and finding new nuances and stuff but how do you physically do eight shows a week i mean i mean how i mean yeah just getting a handle on sleep and uh, eating enough and i mean like i feel like you're burning a thousand calories a show like how do you just like physically stay well enough to do the show that many times yeah yeah, that is uh, that's that's a, a massive part yeah. of um, of what this job is. I mean, well, I mean, the the simple answer is like sometimes you don't. Yeah. I was out. I was out for a couple of shows two weeks ago because I got just a nasty yeah. bug flu, and and I've got these you know incredible. There's, there's a whole team of Scorpiuses in the building. <laughs> oh um, my gosh, that's adorable. So you the, have your new like, Scorpius friends. Oh, that's yeah, so cute. Yeah, so like Jax, Jax Jackson was on and Jax, you know, totally rocks his Scorpius and, and um that's that's just part of the the reality yeah. of, of, of things. Um but but yeah, no, I do everything I can. I, I have to be really, really diligent about what I eat. Um because I it is a, a, a totally a workout. Um and yeah. we have a full company warm up, which is really unique oh, nice. to harry potter um every every night 
to keep in physical shape because it's it is physically demanding for everybody in yeah. the in the cast. Um, is that lots of water. Half hour? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, so we actually have about a hour and 20 minute call instead of a half hour call um, to do our, our full company warm up. And like so that, yoga that and stuff? Like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, yeah, it, it varies. Um, and uh, Chelsea, our, uh, Chelsea and, and William, our um, movement captains, um, do a great job of, of keeping changing it, it up. You know, fun and and uh, and also thinking about like if we've just come off of a two show day the day before we might have you know a little bit more of a stretchy recovery kind of warm up for the next the next day um, but some some days it's like full on we're we're doing uh, calisthenics workout <laughs> yeah. and uh, and and some days it's more about uh, maintenance and and uh, but lots of stretching lots of steaming lots of vocal <laughs> warm ups and. Um, and and yeah, thinking really specifically about what I eat because it is it is a lot of a lot of calories burned every yeah. show. I actually sure. have been thinking about getting a voice steamer because I just did my one woman show, and um, I had considered buying one for the run that I did in Washington because I was just like, you know, it's literally just me. Like, I, if I'm mm -hmm. not on par, then there is no show. You know, yeah. um, what are your? This is silly side side note, but no, uh, no, no. do you like a voice steamer, and do you find it actually helpful? Yeah, yeah, I think you know. The, I mean, the best thing you can do for your voice is drinking lots of water. It's about keeping things moist. Yeah, uh, I think in many ways, and the steamer is a, a good yeah. supplement to that. So I I steam when I need to, uh, if I feel like I'm just getting a little dry. Um, Joel Joel's a big steamer. He's like he gets Always off stage steaming. and the steamer goes on. Um, <laughs> Cute. Every every show. So yeah, I, I think it's about finding what works for you. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's truly what I would be most worried about if I ever happened to do this long of a run. If I ever booked something like Broadway, that would be my major concern is just energy. I would just be concerned yeah. of not giving people the best show because I am tired. And I mean, I've seen Broadway shows where I'm like, she is checked out. Oh, like, no. <laughs> I have seen shows where like literally that person like is dead behind the eyes and yes they sound good and they're all doing all of the things but they're just not there like they are absolutely just roboting their way through and that is just what i would never ever want to do and that would be a big totally. concern for me yeah. you know do, do you ever or does anyone in the company have like a scheduled swing out mm. um for like yeah. that reason yeah yeah we have some some flexibility for that i i took a show out um my first, my first show out before I got sick was uh, my grandmother was in town and it was mm. her birthday and I wanted to Aww. take her to dinner. So, so um, cute, lovely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so of course, it's like a normal job too. Like yeah. obviously, you can have yeah. a day off. You have PTO like a normal <laughs> job. You have sick yeah. days like a normal job. Yeah, yeah. I, but I mean, not every company will do like a scheduled swing out like that. Yeah. I mean, particularly if it's a smaller run. Yeah. So just curious if that yeah, yeah. maintenance was built in. Yeah, and I just imagine, like, also for the understudies, that's exciting yeah. because they get to play the role that they've been preparing for. Yeah. And, like, yeah. 
I saw a couple of Broadway productions when I've been in New York, and one of them had an understudy on for the lead. And I remember at the beginning of the show, the whole audience booed when it was <gasps> announced. Oh, really? Because it was oh, a really that's terrible. It was really sad wow. because it was a really famous actress who was playing the yeah. lead role, and so everyone was disappointed. Um, but at the end, she got a standing ovation. Yeah. I'm and sure. I was like, I'm sure, yeah. She, and and just the gumption that it took to just come out there and Even kill after that booed, role yeah. anyway. And people weren't booing her. They were, they were sad they weren't seeing right. the, the, the lead that they person. wanted to see. Right. Um, yeah. Frankly, I was, this was maybe my second Broadway production I'd ever seen. And I was 16 and I had no idea who the woman who was supposed <laughs> like, to be playing the role was. Theater. So yeah. I was not upset. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I do remember that being like uh, almost uniting wow. for the audience also because she got that standing ovation at the yeah. end and everyone was sort of like, oops, sorry we doubted you. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, yeah. anytime I've seen an understudy on Broadway, like unless you told me, I would not know. No. Yeah. Unless, yeah, again, unless like the joke I made, unless it's Bernadette Peters, like <laughs> I basically, it, it's not a problem. Like they're just as good. And honestly, yeah. mm-hmm. swings are um, talented in a different way especially 100%. swings not just understudies because swings can play 20 roles yeah. Yeah. understudies are for one role but swings can play anything they know every single track they know every single dance part from every angle like they know yeah. every part of that circle they know how to change it in every like little tiny minute way like that's insane like Crazy. Yeah. I've never, I have never been a swing before, so I don't know, but it, it seems really hard. So I applaud those swings. And I mean, especially like, you know, COVID days when swings and understudies mm-hmm. were like keeping Broadway alive, yeah. like yeah. not just Broadway, every single theater, like swings yeah. and understudies. Like I remember when uh, like literally like Christine's from Phantom's past <laughs> were being like flown into New York because we were like, we mm-hmm. need Christine's. Mm-hmm. It's like, who has played Christine? And everyone was like, I played Christine. <laughs> and like every Christine Daae from ever was being brought into the city to play Christine. It's just like, yeah, I mean, yeah, those people are incredible. So yeah. 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 Applaud yes. to the Swing swings Nation. and understudies. Yeah. Huge, yeah. huge uh, applause. Yeah. 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 Um, when or have you had a moment um, like what's like where you've been super starstruck or like your favorite Broadway story that you have so far? Anything like that? Yeah. Uh, Zoe Deschanel came to the show recently. <gasps> and that was that was really fun Whoa. to shake her hand. And yeah. she said, she said, hi, I'm I'm Zoe. And I shook like, her hand. I know. I was like, I'm Eric. And in my mind, I was thinking exactly. I was like, I know. I've I watched the show. And uh, well, I just some of the people in the company are are absolutely in, incredible. Uh, like I feel like I get to study from some of the best actors um, every every single day. Yes, I was I was I was starstruck again privately. <laughs> and I haven't I haven't told I haven't told him this, but I have a scene every night with Steven Spinella, who originated Prior Walter and Angels mm. in America, oh, wow. um, and one. Tony Awards for it. Yeah. And it's just a masterclass. In, Who does he play? Um, he's in the company. He plays a great role, but I have to uh, I have to hit you with ha- the hashtag oh, keep the secret. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. okay. I mean, if you really want to know, like you can look it up. I'm sure it's on there somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure there are the spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. No, don't don't spoil it for us or the Shrew crew. Um, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> did you have to sign an NDA? 
Sorry, I don't know if you can say this. Like for that. I don't I don't know if I can either. Okay. I, Great. I, I definitely I definitely I was question. definitely given a water bottle that said hashtag keep the secrets okay. on day one. Okay. Great. <laughs> well, you did say you have like an illusion artist, so there's I probably lots that. of theater magic yeah. in this show that you probably totally. cannot tell us anything about how yeah. any of that happens. Well, I mean, there's just I mean, there's so much literal magic in the show. Yeah. So like I'm sure there are so many fascinating ways that you guys create the harry potter magic so yeah, so it I blows s- my mind yeah i saw the show in london um in 2018 oh yeah yeah and there was a moment when i was sitting in the audience because i'm like how are they doing that how are yeah. they doing that oh what does that look like like backstage and i'm like becky be an audience member just and just magic. let the magic mm-hmm. like wash yeah. over let you. the magic be the magic yeah. stop trying to figure it out well it's, what i what i yeah, think i totally. love about this show especially is that like you have two worlds of course you have theater lovers but harry potter itself is a world yeah. that people have loved since i mean i've loved harry potter since i was a child um so you have people that have maybe never even seen a play before but yeah. they are like i am a ravenclaw i have a hufflepuff <laughs> i am coming it was so cute there was like there was like a hufflepuff night and i always like to say i am the huffliest puffliest yeah. and i wish that i had been able to come to the hufflepuff night because i'm like a whole room of hufflepuffs would have been great that would have been that, the that best week, show it was so fun we I'm did a sure. show um there was a hufflepuff night a ravenclaw yeah. night a gryffindor night and a slytherin night that week um so for fun. house wow. pride spirit week and it was hilarious because the audience the nights yeah you could tell from huh. the stage yeah based on how they were reacting and what they were reacting to. like <laughs> oh yes so there are lots of hufflepuffs in the yeah, house I, was say, I was like the yeah. hufflepuffs are all like oh my goodness <laughs> like the hufflepuffs are probably like so sweet like <laughs> so um, excited eric how do you identify which house <laughs> which house are you in <laughs> I am uh, in my personal life yes. a Gryffindor. Okay, <laughs> everyone, everyone, yeah. go, Becky. Um, I think I'm a Ravenclaw. Okay, you know, I was gonna say I think I'm a Ravenclaw who wishes they were <laughs> a Gryffindor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I really... or you could say you could say that you're a Ravenclaw, Ravenclaw with a Gryffindor moon. Yeah, sometimes I like to there joke you go. like yeah. that. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, I'm a Ravenclaw rising with a. <laughs> but I'm a Hufflepuff with a Hufflepuff moon. <laughs> Hufflepuffs all over your birth chart. Hufflepuff everywhere. <laughs> That's so funny, Gina. Do you know what you are? Oh yeah, I'm a Ravenclaw. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, I'm surprised. Raven, rising as well. Yeah. <laughs> Ravenclaw. All of it. Strong, strong Ravenclaw presence. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah that's. Uh, I think. I think honestly, I'd have so to be fun. sorted by a sorting hat. I. Yeah. I don't know where. Yeah. I think the sorting hat would know where I fit, and I would have yeah. all kinds of ideas. I mean, I think Ravenclaw is right for you. I feel like it probably. Yeah. Is. yeah. I can see it. Yeah. 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 I yeah. think. Yeah. I think Becky's right that I think there is some some Gryffindor like. <laughs> I think there's some some yeah. some major Gryffindor yeah. energies coming up. So maybe you're like half and half. <laughs> I think I'm probably a Ravenclaw with like a Hufflepuff rising who wishes they were a Gryffindor. <laughs> Still wishes they were a Gryffindor. What's your what's your rising, Eric? Oh, um, I think the uh, probably Slytherin. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Although I, I have some I have some some Ravenclaw ishness myself. Yeah tendencies but i think that i think that um you know it's it's not necessarily like a strict thing 
But well, and to your point, Hannah, like, yeah, we definitely do get a lot of first time theater yeah. goers. And at the stage door, uh, oh. almost nightly, somebody says, you know, this is my first Broadway show or yeah. this is my first show I've seen at all yeah. Um, yeah. because they, they come because they love Harry Potter. And they bring their book. They leave yeah. loving Harry Potter even more yeah. and loving theater, oh. which is, is really special. And we get lots of kids, which is mm. absolutely the best. Changing lives. Yeah, changing yeah. lives left and right. Yeah. So on that, changing lives, young people, um, what is your biggest advice for um, aspiring performers, um, even if they're not necessarily aiming for Broadway? Because to be honest, like I wouldn't say I'm aiming for Broadway. I'm just aiming to feel happy and successful in the work that I make. Um, and of course I aspire for that to always grow and build and to keep working yeah. for, you know, companies that, that bring me joy and shows that bring me joy. But how would you um, advise people to s- sort of keep making those steps forward as performers? Well, you just, you just hit the nail on the head. I think <laughs> is, is yeah. Find the happiness and the joy and the love wherever you are and whatever it is that you're doing and and continue to follow that like i i didn't see broadway in my future yeah. i'm not i i love musical theater but i'm not like a, a musical theatery guy yeah. and my degree is in acting and primarily my experience is in shakespeare yeah. and so i i i didn't see broadway in my future um but but yeah follow follow the love follow the joy and be present where you are i guess mm-hmm. is I think really important life advice for everyone, not just <laughs> aspiring not just performers. Actors. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, when it comes to nitty gritty, would you say that like having an agent that really, it sounded like really that changed the game for you. And I presume your equity, you have to have yeah. gone equity, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when it comes to like sort of those practical daily things, do you feel like having an agent really like made you know, made the difference for you? For me, yes, signing with um, Hell's Kitchen Agency, um, and, and now I'm also repped by uh, 44 West Entertainment is my management group, was the right path for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, I've hit it off with the, the people at those companies really nicely. Mm-hmm. Um, I, at the same time, I don't think having an agent, I don't think having a manager is necessary to be successful in this field. Mm-hmm. I have friends that don't. Joel, Joel didn't uh, have any representation when he was going through the audition process. Yeah. I hope that's okay for me to say. I don't think he would mind. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so, I, again, it comes back to what you were saying about being happy and, and yeah. present and, and where you are. But, like, there are plenty of auditions out there that you can get without having an agent. Mm-hmm. You know, I found Flag Shakes without I I, yeah. I had my agent, but Flag Shakes was something that I found on, on my own. And yeah, I I think it's 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 hard to be prescriptive. All I wanted when I was training was for someone to be prescriptive to me and say, <laughs> "This is what you do to, to find success." success. Yeah, and, of course we all um, want that. Yeah. All I was getting was people working professionally saying, I can't do that. Yeah. I can't tell you because it's about the path that works for you. Yeah. And now I'm like saying, yeah. you know, it's about the path that works for you, which would have made me just 12 months ago, like tear my hair out uh, with frustration. But, but it's it, also, it is I mean, it truly is. I mean, I hate to say like the all about who, you know, is wrong, but the, um, 
or I mean, not necessarily wrong, but not the way to think about it. But it truly is about individual paths because one thing gets you the next thing and that gets you the next thing. And then you meet this person and then you hear about this company and you read this play and you do this and you do that. Like, you know, I mean, I, I mean, Dawn knows this, but like I would have almost nothing I have without this gal sitting next to me. (laughs) She literally hired me. As this rando child from Utah or living in Utah, like she saw something in me, right? And flag shakes, I truly believe, got me everything else I've ever gotten because it met, I met someone or I got this job because someone saw me and I did this show and played this role and that got me this and this got me this. And then I went to Sta and then I met these people and I did this and mm-hmm. I did this. And it, like it truly is about, like, I know it's so silly to be like, it's a journey. <laughs> But it is but it because is, yeah. like we all have our different journeys, you know, like. And it's not a linear business. There no. isn't like this will lead to this promotion, no. will lead to this. Like everything is, yeah. I don't know, as someone described it to me as like you'll hit every rung in the ladder at some point in your yeah. career. You know, like it's not going to be, yeah, it's not linear. It's. It's yeah, like, it's not yeah. like a finance job yeah. where like <laughs> this totally. job yeah. gets you to partner and then you do this and then that and, and then, then you're you associate and then yeah. you're producer yeah. i don't You're know at the top. yeah well, and yeah. now now when i think back some of my most devastating rejections mm. were the best thing for my career yeah. so you know straight out of grad school there was nothing i wanted more than a job at the american shakespeare center yeah. i just kept praying like i was apprenticing their renaissance season yeah it was such a wonderful experience for me and i just thought all i want is for them to give me a job and then keep me here for the rest of my, my life. life i just want to live here yeah forever. and that's yeah. what i want and now i think about that and i'm like yeah that's not what you wanted you wanted to run your own company yeah. like that's crazy i would still be I would still be acting for someone else in, mm-hmm. you know, in a place that was not my hometown. I wouldn't have met my husband. I wouldn't have yeah. my child. Like yeah. there are things outside of my career that only that only worked out because of those yeah. rejections. Yeah. And oh, it's, absolutely. Yeah, it's very interesting to me. It's like, oh, okay. Like at that moment, it was the worst possible thing that could have happened to yeah. me. Yeah. And now looking back, I'm like, wow, thank God that wasn't the trajectory because yeah. now I have so much more, you know, like I know so many more people. I have so much more breadth of experience. Mm-hmm. I enjoy what I'm doing so much more than I would have if that had worked out. Yeah. No, so. I mean, like a huge tenant of my one woman show is when one door closes, a window opens yeah. and that heartbreak leads to opportunity. I mean, in December... I went through some major, major heartbreak and big change. And I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, and I was just like, okay, well, clearly that's not happening. And I guess I need to like continue this trajectory. Like I I wrote my show, you know, I took my show on the road because of those heartbreaks. And, you know, I booked a show this summer and like, I'm doing big, you know, I'm doing things like you just never know. Cause if I had, you know, been doing what I thought I was going to be doing in December, I would be complete in a completely different place, Mm -hmm. you know? And yeah, it sucked at the time. And I have got, I have not gotten way more shows than I've gotten, (laughs) but that helped, you know, that kept me open for the shows I did get. And those shows led me to meeting people like meeting you, meeting Becky, like my best friend cadence. I met here at flag shakes and she's like a huge part of my life and moving to Flagstaff, becoming an aerialist, like writing my show. Like these are all things. Yeah. You met your husband. 
Like there's, you know, you just never know. It's just crazy. I don't know. I feel like that's the, the biggest takeaway from this episode is that you just don't know where your life is leading you. (laughs) You don't know what that. And you really can only have that perspective with hindsight, which is like tough. Yeah. Um, And a lesson that I, keep learning and i'm sure i will continue to keep learning <laughs> yeah absolutely. yeah well because it doesn't i mean while you're feeling it it hurts like there's yeah. no like yeah. you know there's no amount of silver lining that can help in the yeah. moment no. yeah it sucks while it's happening it and, does yeah. it does yeah. not to negate that <sighs> but well any last minute questions for eric also we want to hear how to find you what maybe is up next but do we have yeah. any last minute burning yeah. questions for him well so i'm wondering because Broadway happens like it's an entertainment happens during when a lot of other jobs are off like mm. I did not explain that very well but you I think like, you know what I mean <laughs> no I can't so, like he means. works evenings and yeah. other people yes. like it's the opposite schedule of most people yes yeah. thank yeah. you okay um so Eric do you find like do you make kind of your whole day about like going to the to do the show or do you find like oh today like I really need to do something that's not just like work or hmm. not just the show like, what's your like I guess day-to-day mundane life like yeah yeah totally um well i keep trying to figure that out Uh, i haven't totally figured it out yet but i have a i have a uh an inkling that it's about balance because there are days where i need to sleep in until what to most people would be a ridiculous hour but because i was up late working you know it's what it's just what my body needs um, which goes back to what you were saying about health earlier, Hannah, like sleep yeah. is is huge. Um, but there are also days where it's like, okay, there's this show that I really want to see and they have a Monday preview. Mm-hmm. Monday's my one day that I'm off and I don't know if what I want to do is go into the another theater district, theater. <laughs> another play, but uh, I have discovered that that is like incredibly um, revitalizing for me to watch others work every every time I see a play on a Sunday night because usually we just have the Sunday matinee or a a Monday night if I get lucky um that next week of shows Mm. is there's an extra spark Mm -hmm. for me um so sometimes it's about diving in even further and sometimes (laughs) it's about distance and it's about watching my Colorado Rockies uh play a baseball game (laughs) on the tv or something so it 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 varies um but it is a lot of birthday uh, with her yeah (laughs) yes taking grandma to Um, dinner yeah (laughs) so yeah it it is it's about it's about balance and getting some sunshine when I can yeah Uh, seriously in a dark cold theater yeah especially now that it's starting to be beautiful in New York Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah Yeah, that must that must be a really hard part to sleep through so much sun. Yeah, <laughs> like just yeah, that would be. And really then hard go into a dark me. theater for six yeah, hours. Yeah, and then spend yeah. a long time in a dark theater. Oh, yeah. that's that's what we got a lot of here is sunshine yes. in Flagstaff, Arizona. <laughs> yes, yeah, <laughs> the most sunshine. It's like three hundred and forty days of sunshine or yeah. something crazy. Yeah, like it's that. wild. <laughs> it's really wild. <laughs> Amazing. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Eric. This yes, was so thank you. enlightening. I have a lot of questions that I can answer for myself off the podcast. Like, how is there another Diggory? I thought he died. 
I've been thinking about that since you mentioned. Dawn has so many questions. She needs to read the play. I clearly need to find out what. Or if if you're gonna see it, don't read the play. Let yourself experience it. I would say I'll hold on for the hope that one day I will see the play. But until then, it's gonna be a burning question in my mind. How is there a diggery? How is there a diggery? Okay. Anyway, Uh, (laughs) Eric, where can they find you? Like, well, first off, I mean, I mean, pretty obvious. But where can they see you perform? <laughs> the Lyric Theater on 43rd Street uh, between Broadway and the 8th. Um, eight shows a week. Nice. Um, yeah. Um, and then I'm I'm eric.c.peterson on Instagram. Nice. And my website is petersoneric.com. Nice. Yay. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm going to try to come see it in July and... I hope to see so many Shrew Crew people. Honestly, if a sh- if someone from the Shrew Crew, is this okay, Eric? Can they message you? Okay. If totally, someone yeah. from the Shrew Crew goes to see Eric, please let him know and let us know that you went to go see him. <laughs> Take a pic. Because I want to see some Shrew Crewers go go yeah. see Eric. So yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Tag me on Instagram or whatever, yeah. and, I'll, and I'll, I'll find you at the stage door after the show Aww, for sure. Oh, yay. That'd be awesome. Aww. You get the inside, yeah, the inside <laughs> scoop. <laughs> Woo. Amazing. Well, Eric, truly so lovely to yes, have you. Good to you, catch up. Uh, I'm just, the fact, I mean, I just remembered seeing your video, and we could just tell your energy that you were just a good human, not only an incredible oh, performer, but we could just tell from your video and you mm-hmm. clearly proved that when you arrived. And we were just so, I mean, I just remember in staff meetings, literally being like, Eric, Eric, <laughs> what a good one. So you are just the loveliest. I am so happy for you. And it was so great to have you. Thank you again. I, I appreciate all of you. It's good to see you. And I hope that uh, this summer season um is just a blast thanks for listening to this month's episode of untamed shrews i'm hannah and i'm dawn and i'm becky join us next time in drew in drune in drune in drune in shrewn. that's well why don't we rebrand june as shrewn <laughs> shrewn that's <man>. excellent <laughs> it's that. shrewn everybody <laughs> Wait, what's the? Sorry, now we're off topic. But what's the song? Is it from Carousel? The oh, June is busting out all over. Oh. Sharoon is busting out all over. Okay. And I'm Becky. Join us next time in June for a Shrews only episode. Follow Untamed Shrews on Instagram at Untamed Shrews Podcast and on the Flag Shakes website. All episodes of Untamed Shrews can be found wherever you get your podcasts, as well as on SunSounds.org and the Flag Shakes YouTube. Please subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, comment with which Harry Potter house you <laughs> yes. belong to, yes, put us in your Instagram stories, donate on flagshakes.org slash donate, become a podcast sponsor, and buy Shrew Crew merch. It is so cute. <laughs> buy your Shrew Crew merch and help support the Shrew Crew. This episode of Untamed Shrew starring Don Tucker, Becky Zaritsky, Hannah Fonts, and Eric Christopher Peterson. Show art by Calliope Ludecker, podcast theme song by Kate and slam podcast produced and edited by hannah fonts presented by flagstaff shakespeare festival and recorded with sun sounds of arizona and special thanks to our rocking audio engineer gina byers Yay. <laughs> bye bye bye, bye. bye. bye.